Welcome back to The Popular Parallax, a sci-fi limited series podcast hosted by Bunny Sunnydale and me, Jerrica Lala. If this is your first time joining us, thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe wherever you like to listen to your podcast so you never miss an episode. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Popular Parallax. And now, on to the show. And here we are for the last final in series one <laughs> of Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus episode six. It came to a staggering, plotting, predictable. and predictable conclusion. <laughs> a little excitement here and there. the best of the six but again it was predictable lots of fan service like i think maybe oh half God. of the half of the script is original content the rest is just like what can we leverage from other movies put that in there people will love it not just other movies but we'll get into that yeah they, they ripped okay. off everything yeah. in this yes this episode but mm-hmm. one thing at a time yeah exactly (laughs) it's the final showdown guys so previously on obi-wan kenobi we ended with a daring escape from jabim and darth vader with the cunning dummy ship trick (laughs) vader stabs reba through with a saber and he and the restored grand inquisitor who somehow survived leave her lying in the half destroyed former path compound thanks to bail organa's message being left on the ground (sighs) very clumsily and conveniently i should really have to stop editorializing these i've got much worse (laughs) it's fantastic i mean she's i don't know how you yeah. You have to mention that Bale's an idiot because Come on now. now she's after the other one. She's after Luke now. If she can actually stand up, which that alone yeah. compared yeah. to. Yeah, like it looks like it goes. I don't know how the same weapon that you just used to melt down that blast door goes through your spine and you're like, oh, I'll just walk this off. Revenge does wonders for survival. You're like, no, oh, it doesn't do that much. <laughs> so this week, Back on Tatooine, an angry woman in a cloak. Guess who? <laughs> or shoves a gross, trumpy Southern gentleman out of the way. He's that jerk from episode one. I, so he got his comeuppance. I was waiting this whole episode got, to be like, I little, hope that jerk gets his. I mean, she could have cut his hand off, but whatever. She gives him a little shove. Uh, I do have something to say. She shoves him <laughs> and she demands of the water vendor. She's looking for a farmer named Owen. So then the poor water vendor runs to find <laughs> Owen. He's like, gotta tell you something. I was threatened until I told somebody where you lived. And now she's coming to kill your baby. He was like, God. Damn it, son of a bitch. So (laughs) in this episode, probably more than any others, the scenes are just going back and forth. Like they're we're all over the place because I think it's meant to show more of a connection than I felt was there between the two conflicts that were happening. Yeah. Like it was like conflict and this conflict with Luke and then with Vader. I mean, I guess it is father and son, but I know, but I I don't understand the the leap 
of logic. Like she finds that recording. It's all like broken up. So it's basically yeah. there's a boy tattooing Owen. Yeah. And she's like, I bet that's my dark Sith Lord's master's son. I better go get him. So I'm like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. And I like mean, it, she, she definitely she got a vibe, a force vibe out of Owen the first time. Right. She she knew he was connected to a Jedi of some kind because <sighs> of their back and forth. But that crossed my mind as well. It was like, how does she, how does she know mm-hmm. Leia was special because she was a princess, a kid, and the thing? But did, now they're insinuating she knows other stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like what, like who knows what at what point is entirely based on what the story like needs them to know. But you're like, but how do they actually know it? Besides, yeah. I need them to know it. Because by the time and there's nothing that was, that outlines that. Yeah, but, well, even when he went into the Jedi Temple to like murder those kids, Luke mm-hmm. and Leia were not born yet. They were born like hours later. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm just like, what? How? What's the? That confused me like very much indeed. Mm-hmm. Unless she just thought I'm gonna. I didn't. I even even if she knows who Luke is, does Vader really? Like, would he be like, oh, she got me right in the feels, killing my kid. Like, he doesn't even know where his children are. He doesn't, I mean, maybe he feels a connection through the force and it would be broken, but that's, that's, it's, it's a pale revenge to me. I would think the more logical conclusion is that Bail Organa has some desert rat bastard son out on Tatooine. But I mean, why, like, what is she? She doesn't have any beef with that guy. It's, it's, yeah, I. I don't know what's going on with some of the stuff in the show. I, <laughs> I, did, I started thinking like the writers seemed a little inexperienced to me, not just like, it's not bad writing all the time, but it's like, they're not quite, the pieces aren't all coming together. It's all these little good ideas that then, mm-hmm. but then are too disconnected. And then to make them work, you have to assume like step, not just yeah. one, but two, three, and four. But then other things are blatantly obvious, like too much so. Yeah, it's an odd combination of way too much information and not enough information. Yeah, yeah. Instead of a nice balance that just tells a nice story. So Obi-Wan and the Path flee from this Star Destroyer that's after them. Roken, their leader, confirms what Obi-Wan already knows. The ship's going to be destroyed. They're done for. Leia is keeping the children entertained with little Lola, the droid, and says the droid keeps their minds off the fear. And Obi-Wan says, I could use that Lola. So he's very honest with her because at this point he thinks she's a (laughs) 25-year-old No kidding. I mean, great thing to say to a little kid when she's like, I'm helping the kids not be scared. And you say, shit, well, I'm scared. We're all going to die here. (laughs) I know, right? Like... I like their interactions, but God, the rest of them, like, I don't care about any of them. And I, I just want like the sooner he got off that ship and away from them, it's just like, I never want to see them again. I I don't care. So Obi-Wan knows the only way to save Leia and the path is to leave the ship. Vader will almost certainly just follow him because he's a dope. Uh, and Obi-Wan knows this, but Le- Leia reacts very badly to this idea. Of course, uh, it's a, a, another guardian. They both know that the path and Roken are duds. 
Yeah. Neither she, one of them want to stay with those guys. Well, she, she seems to intuit something of what is happening here. I think she, mm-hmm. she knows like this could be it. Obi-Wan tries to explain that she is the future and he has to do what he can to protect that, even if it means, you know, and ending his own life. An outcome that frankly seems likely, right? Yeah. He's, he's still not at a hundred percent. No. Rusty. And Vader is so pissed. He's super pissed and he is a powerhouse. Yeah, he's been he's been doing his mental pull-ups for sure. Yeah. Um, Baru has been preparing for the day on Tatooine when someone bad comes in for Luke and fortunately has a stockpile of weapons. So she says smart. we're going to run away. She we're going to stay here on the farm and defend Luke from here then nobody else will get hurt and this is where we're the safest. So again, we're flashing, we're flashing to Tatooine, we're flashing back on the ship. So mm-hmm. then Obi-Wan gives Leia her mother's holster. Uh, and, and Leia says, was it? I thought it was Tala's. Oh, I thought it was the mom's. It was, t- <laughs> so it's a very clear meaning there. I always remember, Padme had a leather thing like that. She, wore. I know, but it had the notches of all the, You're right. the people. Well, it's way less meaningful than I thought it was. So uh, <laughs> I know, I like, really I care about that. Yeah, because I didn't really care about Tala no. like at all. No, I totally. And he's like, thought, "Here's this thing," and I'm like, oh, "Yeah, cool. I totally thought he'd put." Because I saw him also looking at sabers and stuff, and I thought maybe he just saw that and yoinked it. He recognized it. Yeah, Padme's. But if it's just hers, I don't give a. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the only part I like is that she's like. <laughs> <laughs> I like when the when Leia's like. This is empty. I know. She's like, we're going to give you a blaster. (laughs) He should. (laughs) But just the way he's like, Jesus, kid. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell's my gun? I'm going to miss that little girl. Oh, me too. (laughs) So uh, she gets this pollster that means nothing to me now. So that's great. (laughs) Uh, Leia asks him to return. He promises he will. Still speaking to a still unseen Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan oh. explains, Master, I must face him, whether whether he dies or I do. And I'm thinking, you're fucked, but that's fine. <laughs> and Roku, for it. fortunately, set up for another series on the last line. No. Like, you don't, you have to be a leader. And he's like, we're just getting started. And I'm just like, yeah. you're the family ties theme. Like, what the fuck? Right, yeah. I was like, I don't, here comes another spinoff. Yep. Yep. I like that guy too, but come on now. Come on. Maybe it's a person, but. Well, I just thought, I thought he was fine. Like he was a likable enough character, but I, but not enough to be like that. He better the show. I don't know. Cause even when he showed up, what was that episode four? Oh yeah. And he was like, I'm not doing this and blah, blah. I was like, I don't like this guy. Like immediately. It's just like, I don't like his attitude. (laughs) I don't like your attitude. Vader, as suspected, is blinded by revenge. He follows Obi-Wan's tiny little ship in his own awesome triangular like mm-hmm. empire ship. Just the priorities between Vader like and the Grand Inquisitor, like because then they're like, oh, well, we've got to we got to follow this guy. And you're like, OK, well, what? And then I don't under, uh, like the decision w- that it was either or and why Vader did, didn't just say, well, I'm going to take my ship. And, and you go him. destroy the path. I know, right? And here I, I was the same thing. I was just like, "What the hell?" Yeah, because then I you're guess, like, "I guess they took the whole ship 
to wherever Obi-Wan was going. And then he flew down in his tiny yeah. ship, but why not split up? Yeah. I don't know how far we're talking. Maybe, maybe he needed warp speed or something. Well, that's what, yeah. Cause I was like, oh, oh, well, Obi-Wan's little garbage ship from that other, other garbage ship. Cause then you're like, oh, well, it's got hyperdrive. So, but then you're like, okay, so there's no ship on Vader's giant, like yacht of a ship that has hyperdrive. And then he comes out in his little ship and you're like, that ship has hyperdrive. That's a fact. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I know. Yeah. Stupid. They could have killed everyone. Yeah. But then I guess you don't get that spinoff series. So I guess make dumb decisions so Disney can have money. I don't know. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of these things where you start getting into details and you just start spiraling because <laughs> it just falls apart. I mean? Yeah. I know. I have, I've even argued with myself going back and forth and like, you know, Jerrica, it's Star Wars. You fucking calm down. But I'm mm-hmm. like, these problems don't all exist in other Star Wars stuff. Like, this is, mm-hmm. this is beyond like, like the, you know, suspend your disbelief kind of thing. This mm-hmm. stuff kind of doesn't make like, sense by their own. Yeah. Views. So that's yeah. what's frustrating about it is they're just like, we just need anything to happen and we'll do anything and it, nothing mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. Yeah. You can't build a franchise on like a house of cards that just like yeah. falls apart as soon as you you look at any part, like look at it closely. It just crumbles. Yeah. So back on the farm, Owen and Baru tell Luke the Tuscans are raiding farms. They don't tell him the truth. They keep them in a safe area while they go to the perimeter of the home. Vader follows Obi-Wan to a nearby planet to face him alone. Obi-Wan finds Lola in his ship because Leia knows he was scared shitless and <laughs> sent it with him for courage. Reva is- Bless her heart. I know. She's just like, I'll save this show. I will. <laughs> what did I say the first episode? This mm-hmm. kid's about to stunt on these hoes. Like she is the only thing with integrity left in this <laughs> Reva is by this point staggering her way toward the farm like she's not in great shape mm. which I guess is I mean it's a good div- I just you know what if she'd been hurt a little less this actually mm-hmm. all would have worked because the only way that they could even slow her down was if she is wounded right oh for sure yeah and I was just like why it's too bad she wasn't stabbed like through the shoulder or like something I would have believed that she could have been staggering her way through like it looked like she was stabbed literally right through the chest the middle of the chest yeah and I don't understand how she is like think of even the blood loss alone well, I, I mean, I would Is think that Saber would immediately alive or like, I think it would cauterize around the gaping hole. Yeah. But still yeah. it would have like melted right through her spine. Yeah. Like she's not walking. And the, it's, it's these kinds of things to me. It was just like, you could have fixed that by just having it just a little bit different of a wound. But then of course they wouldn't have left her to die. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Because then, then you'd argue that you're like, well, why can't Vader just like why is he so like why unless you you wrote it in that did it so she would suffer and die alone on her planet in the gutter it's not i don't know but like the way it was done it just doesn't make sense yeah well she's up and she's walking she's walking around and now at the same time vader is landing planet side on his awesome ship Mm-hmm. Vader exits his ship to see Obi-Wan standing in the distance. And I have to say, I thought this was like the, the, 
the look of this whole scene, every shot could be mm-hmm. a poster. Like it yep. was stunningly gorgeous. Yeah. I really like this planet. I really like this scene. And I really liked, I like that, that, that beginning when like he comes down and it's kind of the, the reverse of their first meeting in that like refinery where yeah. Bader's kind of looming in the foreground and he's got his saber. And then Obi-Wan is in the distance. He's just tiny little guy. And then he runs away. But this time when they meet, he's in the foreground. He's the big dominant figure and there's no running away. And I was like, beautiful, more of this. And they were like, they were like, let's just use the same lines from um, Revenge of the Sith. So we don't have to rewrite this. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he says, have you come to destroy me? I will do what I must. Then you will die. Mm -hmm. So we've heard all this before. Lightsaber sequence begins. And just as I'm like, yes, we go to the farm and I am pissed mama <laughs> yeah yeah they kept like, like stop like, cutting away from this sequence the best mm-hmm. sequence in the whole fucking series the cuts yeah. away were making mm-hmm. to the farm yeah. i was like sorry luke i don't give a fuck what is happening yeah. on the farm right now a hundred percent i was just like if you think i'm in it as invested in what's happening with reva and, and owen as i am obi-wan and darth vader Oh, you're wrong. More clear why she was after that kid to begin with. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Like it, that, that whole confrontation didn't make that much sense. And you knew again, you know, he lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Vader lives too, but I mean, it's yeah, but I mean, because we want to see this confrontation. Yeah. The other one is nonsensical. Yeah. And at least with Vader and Obi-Wan, I was in, I was like, how can they end this fight? Right. Because Vader's there till the death. Right. So even though I know both of them survive, I'm interested in how it's concluded and they go their separate ways. Whereas on the farm, I know like everyone lives and is fine. The only one who might like there's any stakes for that I don't know is Reva. And at this point, I'm just like, I don't know why she's there. And I don't know what she's doing. So even still, like, I don't super care. Yeah. Wait to me. I'm just like, just stop interrupting this. Now we start just going back and forth between the conflict happening Tatooine and then Vader versus Obi-Wan Kenobi. Vader senses weakness in Obi-Wan's resolve. He tells him he will always lose, creates a crevice in the stone and buries Obi-Wan alive. He walks away telling his old master he has failed. What did you think (sighs) about that? I thought there was a missed opportunity. Like when, when, (laughs) yeah, like it's not even a missed opportunity. It's just based on how many other quotes and pieces of dialogue they've taken. I can't believe while he's standing up there looking down at Obi-Wan, he didn't say something about him having the high ground now. Because that would have been fucking comical. (laughs) Would have been too funny. (laughs) I don't know. And I mean, I like, I really like the look of it, but there was, it was a pretty good, good uh, sword fight. I agree. Yeah. I like that. I did think Vader would use the force first. So I was surprised when it was Kenobi. I was like, yeah. oh, cheap move. I thought better of you, <laughs> Obi-Wan. <laughs> well, but. he sort of uses it. Yeah, he, he was the first one to try to bring that rock down. Yeah, he tried to like Vader throw a planet it. at it. Yeah, yeah that was, oh, that was good. It was, yeah, and then it's shaking there. But it was like when they start fighting and then Vader's just like, oh, I see like, 
you've got your mojo back or whatever the quote is. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's how we're determining that he's at full Jedi strength again. Just good. Good work. You're you look like you're, you're back up better. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I was like, I thought this whole series was supposed to be him getting to that point. No, they didn't really show any of that. It just kept being a little better. Th- that yeah. That's yeah. They just kept telling us that he was better instead of showing us how that that progression has happened so i mean when vader says that you're like okay fine but the weakness Uh, that's what he uh, said yeah because he's a baby yeah because he's he's light side garbage one time uh and then we get a good cutaway of course luke runs into the desert reva in pursuit slowly because she you know stabbed uh obi-wan yeah at least at least with that chase yeah. Scene, it makes sense that it took a little longer for her to catch up. Whereas yeah. some of the other chase scenes, you're like, oh, they would have got that kid already. Yeah. At least in this city, when the like the Blade Runner planet where she's running around through the crowd and Obi-Wan's trying to catch her, at least there's a crowd there. Yeah. It's a little better. Yeah. But the one in the woods, I was just like, what the fuck? I thought that was a cute scene. I like um, uh, I don't anyway. know. I don't know that I agree. <laughs> That's the craziest thing. Obi-Wan is straining under the rocks. His mind races with sounds. Vader and Anakin all seems lost. And then flashes of Leia. So the hope of the future, right? Lovely little child. He strains. The rocks fly upward and he runs after Vader, who does sense him at the last minute and blocks, but is still taken by surprise. Obi-Wan force shoves him flying into a rock face and pelts him with like a billion rocks, which is <laughs> wild. <laughs> that was pretty the rocks good. all hovering over yeah. him. I was like, oh, Raider's in big trouble now. That's right. It's time for a spanking. <laughs> I did like that. I thought that was good. Yeah. Actually, I thought that was great. That was pretty much, I was waiting for that shit. So when I got it, I was happy. And then, uh, God, we go back to this chase. <laughs> Every time they go back to the farm, I'm getting more irritated but Mm -hmm. uh uh, reva has chased luke to the point where he's fallen down a little cliffside and he is now unconscious what a dud back to the planet obi-wan starts to destroy vader's apparatus and splits part of the helmet we see part of anakin's face and eye his voice is going in and out of vader mode seeing his eye obi-wan breaks down and says he's sorry for everything that happened Vader replies that he is not Obi-Wan's failure, that he destroyed Anakin, as he will destroy Obi-Wan. Once again, Obi-Wan walks away from this guy. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, like that whole scene, beautiful. I loved Vader's, like I loved the voice flipping between the two. I loved the lighting showing like, the reflection of the sabers with the red and the blue and ultimately like Obi-Wan's all blue and in the light, Anakin's gone and just all red with his saber. Beautiful, beautiful. And like Kenobi like crying and being so sad and everything. Beautiful. But again, I'm just like, this guy's just going to leave him for dead on a planet again. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What I mean. You know why that's such a good scene? Because it's literally lifted from Rebels. Yeah. And I mean lifted. Yes. It's like the same. To Ahsoka and Vader in Rebels, where she has her last 
fight with him. Now it is mm-hmm. a little different in pace because all through Clone Wars, you see, I mean, Anakin loved Ahsoka like a like a little sister or a little daughter. Mm-hmm. To the when he says the apprentice lives and she's back and I'm gonna find her, and he says to her, We need not be adversaries. You come to the dark side, you tell me where these Jedi's are, everything's gonna be great. She can't agree to that. They get into a huge epic battle in this old Sith temple. She cuts off part of the mask and we have an almost, almost exactly the same. Yeah. Like a scene for scene. Happen. Like shot for shot. Yeah. Because I was watching it and I was like, this is lovely. But I mean, I have seen, and it's, I mean, I cried with the cartoon, the fucking cartoon, because Mm -hmm. I'd grown so attached to the actor that played Anakin in the Clone Wars who, sorry, I mean. I, every time I heard him, I thought, why wasn't this guy Anakin Skywalker? Yeah. Because he's just some blonde guy. Like he could have, <laughs> he could have been Anakin yeah. Skywalker, but any, sorry, sorry, Hayden, Hayden, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but they took, like, like, this probably is the best scene in the show and they yeah. ripped it off. Like It's let's just, just stolen. Yeah. It's stolen. It was a little different, but not much. Not enough. No. Not enough. No. Um, and especially since if you're going to make Like a show like this is very specific for the fan base. Like you might get a, like you're going to have people who haven't seen it, but a lot of people will know a lot. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't know, like I wouldn't want it to not be there because it was the best part of the show. But again, why would you so blatantly steal something that was already done? And that like the majority of the people watching will know is stolen. Like something like this isn't really like, oh, let's get some new fans in here because it's it's just expanding on characters and and stories and stuff that yeah they already and, know. Mandalorian so, for, was for recruiting new fans, not this. Mm-hmm. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So then, yeah. why you put something like that in here? Because I'm yeah, not right? that that hardcore, and I've seen Rebels, and I was like, holy shit. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I mean, this scene was amazing. I really, and I mean, God bless Hayden. He did a lovely job. I read an article that was like, oh, I watched that scene in Rebels multiple times. I was like, no fucking shit. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that what you did? Like, of course he did because it's the same scene. Yeah. He wants to yeah. hear and how I mean- Matt Lanter did it. <laughs> you know, the good Anakin. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, Aiden. Sorry. Who said what now? What was that? <laughs> oh, oh, it's just a little burp. <laughs> but I mean, but- yeah, it doesn't make sense, especially like if if there is interest to see it live action, Ahsoka is going to have her own show. So then why the fuck is it done here? Yeah, it does take. And I, the thing is, too, that I found, I mean, which surprise, surprise, I actually find that the rebel scene is a little more merciful. And I mean, spoiler alert. But what happens is he almost says, like, you're going to leave me again. And, he, and she says, no, I'm not going to leave again this time, as in we're going to die in here together. Mm-hmm. And she shuts the doors behind her and other Jedis are like, no, and she shuts the door and they, the place blows up and they stay in there. But by a miracle, both are pulled, you know, she's pulled out of the timeline later through a Jedi thing, but it's a beautiful ending too. It's wonderful because she always, she left the Jedi order, mm-hmm. which destroyed him emotionally you know what i mean like it added more damage to the already growing brush fire of what was happening to him Mm -hmm. i actually think that in rebels if anyone's interested in ever see it's it's actually a better crafted 
scene to end a certain storyline. This is a little glued on, but it still was good in the context of this show. Yeah, like, I don't know. I liked seeing it, but again, it was kind of a, what What are we going to do? Oh, look. Yeah, this show's There's cool. A, yeah. That's cool. Put that in there. Yeah. The end roll credit. You're yeah. like, okay. You're lucky the rest was so sucky because... Uh... <laughs> yeah, <lucky laughs> our expectations were low, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they, I mean, both actors, and I will include Hayden Christensen and McGregor did a wonderful job with Dean and it elevated. Yeah. It did. Oh, 100%. I was happy for Hayden that he at least got that. For sure. Yeah. Because otherwise it was just him floating in a back tank and just. And being a doofus in the flashback. But even the flashback was one minute. I do have to say, I I know I've been the worst one to make fun of this guy. And I (laughs) made worse when the movies came out. Oh my God. But they shortchanged this guy beyond like. Yeah. I'm just like, what, what was all this? Like, and it's too bad. I mean, I know they want to sell the series so badly, but I would have been so much more delighted if his appearance had been a surprise, which I I don't know if they ever would have been able to pull off, but they pushed him. They pushed him like crazy. Like he was the star of the Mm -hmm. fucking show. Yeah. And he made cameos, literal cameos in like two and a half episodes. Yeah. So weird. Now I'm wondering too with, well, let's, well, let's finish the fucking episode. Okay. So <laughs> okay. tears in his eyes. <laughs> Ewan, Ewan walks away from his friend Hayden yet again and says, good luck with your acting career, buddy. Okay. Bye. So he walks away. I mean, I guess, I guess you could be like, he just can't no. deal that like death blow. And you're like, I can't really fault him for that. They, they, the did, mer- they like sort of work, but logically you'd be like for the love of christ this guy out of his yeah right like i mean and he should have done that years ago yeah oh yeah totally you're like oh you're just burning to death and you're all dismembered and stuff all right well anger and yeah the rest of your nature will take care of that it's fine (laughs) let the force decide you're like no god yeah (laughs) yeah right this time I, I, I sort of get it. Also, it's funny because at first I hated how he just said, oh, then my friend is dead. See you around, Darth. And I was like, say Darth <laughs> Vader. But you know why they did that is because in A New Hope, he says only a master of evil, Darth. I think that's why they did that. Probably. I'm sure it is because otherwise yeah. it's, just, it's just silly, but I guess it's, it's a good closing moment for him. It's like a healing thing because he realizes his friend really did die. His friend. Yeah. It's gone. It's just, yeah. It's just, just this other just, thing. It's just Darth. It's just, just call me Darth. Uh, that's his rap album. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so then we have to fucking go back to Tatooine guys. And it uh. is painful. <laughs> Reva approaches the unconscious Luke with her saber. She thinks back to Anakin Vader hovering over her with a scary face and freezes. Obi-Wan races back to Tatooine. He knows something's wrong because, you know, the force and shit. He gets to the farm at night as Owen and Baru are frantically trying to find Luke. They see uh, Reva. I, oh. I mean, frantically? Well, they're screaming. I know, but I mean, they're not moving, but they're not moving. Yeah, that made me nuts. And I'm like, it's the desert. It's flat as fuck. You can see he's not around anyway. Yeah. Move around. 
That's um, not how I would look for my son, but probably each their own, I guess. They they see Reva approaching, carrying Luke, and by this time Obi Wan's with. He was like, "We'll scan the desert sea. We're gonna find him." <laughs> They're just like this fucking weirdo. But anyway, they see Reva approaching, carrying Luke. He is unconscious. But as she gets closer, we see is alive. Uh, <laughs> none of the movies would happen. We all know the child's going to live. She was unable to destroy him and asks Obi-Wan if she has become Anakin slash Darth Vader. Obi-Wan assures her that she has given her friends peace by showing mercy and that she has chosen not to become him. What she becomes now is up to her. That sounds like a spinoff. That's a spinoff, baby. There's a, that's ding, spinoff number two. When the (laughs) Emperor hints that too much focus on Obi-Wan might be a sign of weakness, Vader vows to forget it and serve only the Emperor. Okay. Yeah, I thought I was just like that. Actually, (laughs) I like that scene to be honest because it shows that Vader's just a lapdog. Yeah, he's totally under under that Palpatine's control. He doesn't even have to threaten anything. He's just like, oh, is that really right? And he's like, no, it's not right. It's just, it's all about you. I'm just gonna forget that. Yeah, worked for me. I don't know. It was just like to be that motivated by something, and then your boss is like, fucking knock it off. Okay. But what, I mean, but I, I feel like there was such a threat under that. Yeah. That I feel. I would have at least like a, but, uh, no, do it. (laughs) But I, (laughs) but master, (laughs) I want to kill that guy. (laughs) Master. Yeah. You can't control me. Uh. Uh. I guess that's the difference between a 20 year old and a 40 year old. Yeah. I've seen the lies of the Jedi's. Like, shut the fuck <laughs> up, punk. Obi Wan returns to. So, our final scene strap in, everybody, because it gets real, motherfucker. <laughs> Obi-Wan returns to Alderaan to give Lola back to Leia and say goodbye. Leia is wearing her holster and is thrilled to see them both. A lovely exchange occurs. Of course, they will meet again. We all know this because movies. Movies. I loved her little outfit. So Loved her little like. Her little Leia. New Hope cosplay. I also really did like that he gave her the little bit of satisfaction of saying, yes, I know your parents and they were good people. Yeah, they're, they're, they were decent people. Yeah. I also liked her putting Lola in the holster. I thought that was adorable. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. Back on Tatooine, because why wouldn't you go back there once you're quote free? I mean, based on all the planets we've seen, that's, That's the a, shittiest a one. It's Latin. one of the shittiest ones. Why would you it's go there? The anus of the galaxy, you guys. Oh, like, why? Anyway, Owen is grateful to the old weirdo and even lets him meet Luke. Hello there. And he does the thing and all the fans scream because they're like, yeah. he did the thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Obi-Wan decides to go on a voyage on a camel. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I was shocked that Camel was A, still there, and B, still alive. And lo and behold, who does he see in the desert? It's Qui-Gon for 30 fucking seconds. Who called (laughs) me? I said it's going to be a fucking sitcom ending where he's like good job and it freeze frames and that is so close to what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I figured it would be at some sort. Like, 
even when it was like like he was buried in the rocks, maybe then. But no. And again, it's just, just typical Qui-Gon being the worst Jedi ever where he's just <laughs> he's just Jackass. bumping around in the desert. And then he's like, oh, what took you so long? You're like what the fuck? Oh, I was here the whole time. You just didn't feel ready to see you incompetent fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, this fucking guy forgot about this guy. Christ. And then instead of saying anything like, "Oh man, I really fucked up with that kid." He's like, "Hey, yeah. let's go. We've got a ways to go." And that's how the fucker ends. Funny. I'm very annoyed. <laughs> going is there yep. going to be training what is happening why is the ghost going with him what mm-hmm. the fuck i would have thought it would have been he would have had his chit chat with qui-gon before their big battle with vader and then he'd come back to tatooine pack up his cave and then move to the sh- the fucking yeah his little cottage that he has later and you're like okay Sweet. And maybe then Qui-Gon could show up again and then be like, <laughs> nice place, a lot better than the cave because I'm the worst Jedi ever. And then I say stupid things. But do you have a they- test in here? I'm feeling a little <laughs> Jedi-ish. <laughs> but that, just the way they did it, you're just like, um, I wanted to see him. But now that I have, I'm like, eh. I'm upset about this. <laughs> Like you've done it wrong. You did this wrong again. He, they did do it wrong. They did do it wrong. It was awful. Yeah. Like I'm so like I and I, you know, I just got this weird like you're gonna write more of these. Like I just got that vibe so hardcore that I'm just mm-hmm. like limited series. My aunt Fanny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, it's over. <laughs> no, it's not. Because they're like, hey, uh, Liam, what are you doing? He's like, well, Taken 14 is in the books. But other than that, (laughs) I'm available. And they're like, awesome, sign here. Yeah, right? Oh, God, I don't. I can't. I don't know about a whole show of him, like, learning more Force stuff from a ghost. Yeah, right. Liam Neeson. (laughs) Yeah. No, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is the end. But I was like, why leave it on some weird note? Yeah, because at least if Qui-Gon had said, like, you know, even if you stick with the I've been around, but you weren't ready to see me. And then he comments on how he but like what has happened and how he's progressed and how he's he's ready to, like, train Luke when the time comes and blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't. He's just like Tatooine. This is a cool place. Let's go for a fucking hike. You're like, what the fuck? And we've got a ways to go to go where? Yeah, Yeah. it's like it's like if you were going to pull from the set this up for a sequel last piece of dialogue book, that's one of the things you would say. It's like that or we're just getting started or (laughs) some other kind of bull, just some shit like that. Right. Like I should have had a sound effect all through our series that meant spinoff alert. (laughs) Oh, my God. It would have just been all that. A bell going off every time. Like at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if they had just Qui-Gon ghost show where he just kind of floats around and shows up in places. 
Oh yeah. And somebody, some entertainment reporter made the mistake of asking Samuel Jackson if he thought oh, Mace Windu, and he's like, yeah, you're damn right. He's still alive. I'm going to be on I was like, no, <laughs> don't. He's always saying his, yeah, he's always saying his character is alive. Like they talked to him about Jurassic Park. And he's like, he's just an angry black guy with missing an arm running around (laughs) kicking dinosaur ass. I'm like, I'd like to see that. But I'm like, when I saw the movie, I am 100% sure you're just dead. He's like, no, 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 he's not dead. It's fine. He's fine. My characters don't die. Yeah. And then they asked about the only person who said like, what? No, that's crazy. Is Ewan McGregor. But of course they asked Hayden Christensen and he was like, is that what Sam Jackson said? Then I agree because he's not stupid. <laughs> he's just a little slow. <laughs> oh God. It's so weird. And even some of like some things I were was reading was like some of the the Jedi names that were in the safe house. They're like, oh, that guy, he's important. Spinoff. What about this spinoff? You're like, oh, my God, I don't give a rat's ass about learning the backstory and adventure of like a garbage collector on some buttfuck planet in the garbage side of the galaxy. Like, I don't care that much. I cared about the original ones because those were special people. These other people are just like supporting characters top to bottom. And they're like, whatever, there's money to be made. I'm like, "Eh, not getting my money. Because well, I don't care about them. I'm really wondering. I'm going to try to find out because I'm sorry, but I haven't looked it up of who exactly. I don't even know if the information is available, but who is in charge and like producing and writing on this Ahsoka series? Okay. Because I would really like it to be a little more than this. Yeah. Because I love that character. Mm-hmm. I liked when she showed up in Mandalorian. Like, I, yep. that was awesome. But they have an opportunity to let Hayden try a bit more with her. And I, because it happens after return of the Jedi, he could be a ghost because he returns to the good side. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Star Wars (laughs) and he also could feature in way more flashbacks. Yeah. So, but I like the idea of the ghost thing because think of the awkwardness of becoming a force ghost with all the shit that he, yeah, no shit. Or he's oh, like, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I want to give you a tip, but I mean, do as I say, not as I do. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, that'd be super awkward. But I mean, that's I, I, I have to say, I felt a bit bad for him of how tiny a minute he got. I'm hoping yeah. it's like an appetizer. Yeah. For uh, the next thing that put him in, and that'll be a bit more. The ghost effects will really smooth out the, the well, wrinkles. Also, I mean, as the ghost, I feel like it wouldn't be as weird if he was older. Maybe. I'm conflicted. Yeah. Like does, as a does ghost. it have to be right when you die? Or can it because I mean they're not just I don't know. I hope not. Ghosts because they're alive in the force. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it would be I mean I'm not saying he should be like 80 or something, but I think it's okay <laughs> if he looks more like an adult man than yeah. like a yes. teen. Uh, or what, whatever age he was when he died. It wasn't that old. I think they were trying to pass him off older, to be honest, because they made those movies so quick. But I think yeah, that's, right. uh, thinking back, actually, I think that was one of the things about his flashback. Besides, I mean, we made fun of the fact that he looked like a dad, but he's <laughs> bigger now. 
not not heavier but his bigger shoulders were bigger and stuff so he yeah. just looked like more of an adult <laughs> you know what I yeah mean? He yeah he bigger. still had a bit of a like a kid vibe yeah like yeah should... I hope that for him because I felt a little bad and it's and I mean but I mean he did great in that scene yes it was a ripoff but that's not his fault yeah and yeah. And said, I mean, I was reading a thing about him and he said he watched the entire Clone Wars. He watched Rebels. And I was like, good boy. Yep. You did. That's what you do. What the backstory is on it. Well, there was so much of Anakin, like Anakin's the star of those. So he yeah, should bloody well watch. He was probably thinking <laughs> I should have done the voice for this, but it's too late. I mean, to circle back with the the writing and stuff, as for that show, and I don't stuff. know. But yeah. for this show, one of the things I came across in my internet wandering there was an original script done by chow who like directed everything and stuff and i guess kathleen kennedy again she's like i guess it was supposed to be kind of a really detailed personal kind of character study kind of um the energy of like like a logan right yeah and kathleen like the kind of things that a lot of that i would have preferred instead oh, yeah. of what we got yeah. and Kennedy saw it and was like, I don't like this. And then got one of her writers to rewrite it. And this, this is, what, is what that was. Yeah. Huh. So I would say, I hope it's not Ahsoka is not being done by her because bleh, I, I have, I have this lady. Like, did I know right her before and now she's back. I, like, I don't understand. I don't, what happened? I don't know if she was never really gone. It was just, they were like, oh, if we do Mandalorian and it's this like separate thing that's just kind of in the universe, but on the outskirts that doesn't interfere with the main stuff that she's in charge of, I think that then it's fine. But I mean, when you compare the two and what's being done by these two separate groups, one is clearly better. Oh, it's better. And what it delivers, how it you know, treats the fan base and gives them what they want. Whereas she, hers, her group is like, oh, we'll give them the stuff they want, but it's really hokey and just tacked on crap. They're like, oh, Tella put the communicator down just like C-3PO. You're like, that's the but it, fuck? it doesn't work in this scene. Like it. No, it, no. It's every yeah. time they're just like, we're going to put this in because it was over there and they're going to love it. Or how and you're like, just you rip off a whole fucking scene. Yeah. She's like, oh, nobody's watched Rebels, right? And it's like, on Disney, you dumb fucker. Of course people have watched Rebels, like now more than ever, because they're looking for Star Wars stuff to watch. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, uh, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll have to see. I mean, Ahsoka, like she's canon, but she isn't really part of the main Star Wars. So I don't know. She might might escape the grasp. Maybe. And I think because she... Because she was introduced with Mandalorian and that kind of stuff, I think that she might be safe and removed from, which will be good. But it just sucks that those primary characters that you kind of grew up loving and want more of more of they get this reside with her and get some shoddy treatment it's interesting too like i would be so curious as to like because i mean mcgregor is one of the executives yeah but i'm also wondering like as an actor like i'm like first of all how many things has he produced before like would he have the the knowledge or even the wherewithal to interfere with the storyline too much yeah. i'm thinking maybe not 
Maybe, yeah. Like, and I mean, it's very Kathleen, political, right? You got to be very careful. Yeah. 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 And I know Kathleen Kennedy, she's like produced everything I know. in Hollywood. Her name yeah. is on fucking everything. Yeah. So, and I think even if you were going to, to kind of like, if you were Ewan McGregor and you wanted to kind of push back on something, I think of every other, like, I couldn't think of anyone worse yeah. to kind of do that with than her yeah. regarding Star Wars. Right. Yeah. I think. And that's probably why you ended up with shit like the last, like episode nine, where you're just like, what in the fuck is this? And it really, like, it really changed. It's fine. I mean, I know you didn't, you didn't love the second one, but you know, that second one probably had my favorite lightsaber battle of all time. That thing in the throne room with her and Kylo Ren. And like, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. That was, inc- I just watched it again recently. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And they did it without a zillion cuts and you know weird cgi shit happening everywhere and stuff like it was it was pretty impressive but i mean and the the movie's flawed and stuff but i found the third one took such a tonal change from the other two that you knew they were in trouble right away because it it, when it was it had the same kinds of deficiencies as this where Mm -hmm. pieces stuck globbed together whether it makes sense or not to oh yeah, what a means to an end, right? Like just, just this is this, and then they get to here, and you're like, yeah, because that's the like the like scavenger hunt movie where they just keep jumping around looking for different trinkets and little, shit to um, get to this other place. And the second it starts, like the minute, like within the crawl, and you're like, wait, what? I know, I know. I'm like, this is gonna be bad, and you shouldn't be <laughs> able. Be and I mean, you shouldn't tell from the fucking crawl that shit's gone off the off the rails and i'll tell you they were lucky in that they did cast stronger actors overall but in the prequels because they kind of hold it together kind of but it's one of those that like as soon as you start thinking about it you're like nope like no this is not making sense and some of it's boring and some of it's but i mean they tried their best the performers tried their best and they did yeah. make some of it compelling, but then the next thing wouldn't match that thing. It was yep. for that, right? Where you were just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and I feel so bad because it's the actors. It's like their face. So people are just like, well, it's their fault. And you're like, no, it's just fucking people yeah. behind the scenes yeah. that just cash their paycheck and stroll on to the next project. And there's zero consequences for them. But then you look at like yeah. Hayden Christensen and they're like, you sucked in the Phantom Menace and stuff. And then you never see him again. Yeah. Except for in like Little Italy. (laughs) (laughs) But I always wonder too, with the, with episode nine, how much Carrie Fisher unexpectedly dying. Yes. I think that really threw a wrench into things. I think that really wrecked a lot of that. I think, cause I think she was getting set up to like leave the film. Yeah, it was because each of the the three were supposed to focus on one of the, the main characters. Like the first one was one on the Solo and then we had yeah. had Luke's. Luke and then hers was supposed to be the final one. And then yeah. he's gone. Yeah. And so her dying didn't make a lot of sense. I mean, she they, she died because she was using so much of the force that it sucked up her being, I guess. But that's exactly what they did with Luke. So that was weird. Like they mm-hmm. but I, I feel like they're just like, what do we do? What do we do? Yeah. And then they yeah. ended up having to cut and paste this weird other movie together that I think was not planned. So there was yeah. that factor as well. But I know, but I mean, 
considering the people involved, the people and the money involved. Yeah. Totally. You couldn't come up with something better than that. Yeah, exactly. Impossible. Oh, no, it, like, no, I'm not. It was lame. I'm not saying it wasn't, <laughs> but I, I also think that it was some kind of like Frankenstein monster of a yeah. thing where they just stitched together a bunch of stuff after like a whole organ was removed. You know what I mean? Then they were yeah. just like, oh, fuck, 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 just stuff some newspaper in there. And it's funny. Yeah. It's like, no, it isn't. It's not good. But back to Kenobi. So this, <laughs> this is our final episode. So it's crazy. If you that was yeah, well, that's what happens when there's only six episodes. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But if you were to rate just this series, none of the series related to it out of 10, what would your rating be? I I'm thinking a six, maybe a seven, but probably a six. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, each episode had things that were were cool. But there was a lot of things that I didn't like. Episode four, there was nothing I liked and it was just all. So they bring the average down. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, the double take where she's like, whoa, whoa that's a problem. Best thing in the whole show. I still really like that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a gif of that. I'm going to use it for everything. <laughs> yeah. find it. But I mean, Five and six were good. Six was really good. But again, even some of the, the like story and like going back to Tatooine and I mean, shit with Owen and Brew. I don't care. I mean, Brew was kind of cool, but I mean, I don't want to say that like, oh, look at Brew. She's doing some stuff. They're like, what was that? I think I heard somebody say they like Brew. Spin off. And ding, you're ding, like, ding. no. <laughs> she's a freedom fighter now. Like, no, yeah, fuck. She's a lady with glasses of blue milk. For this. That's okay. That's okay right. to be like that. Yeah, right? Fine. They're like, I wonder where she gets that blue milk. I wonder why this sounds like an eight episode limited series. You're like, no, the <laughs> fuck it's not. She's Jesus a spice Christ. dealer now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think six. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to agree with you. I was I was actually thinking 5.5, but I think that's a, that's a little gnarly. <laughs> I would go 6, 6.5 because it's, it's your every episode to me, even four had at least a, a moment or two that I was like, this is fucking awesome. What I also start to wonder though, is should this have been a film and you take yep. out all of that filler and yeah. just boil it down to the new characters I don't know. Like yep. even, even a Disney TV film, like it doesn't have to go yeah. to the screen, but should this have been a little shorter? Like, is that because yeah. it felt like they were like, we have to fill these six episodes, but there was so much story to choose from. They seem to forget about that. Yeah. It's odd. Cause it seemed like, it seems like it was two shows that they just smashed together. It seemed like it was an Obi-Wan show, but also like an inquisitor show. Yeah. And I mean, if it was just Reva's show and she was like, my boss sucks and I want to do this. And she had her storyline doing stuff. That'd be fine. I'd like that. And if they left it alone and just had it as a character study about Obi-Wan and how he dealt with his trauma and blah, blah, blah. And then there was a big fight scene at the end with Vader. That'd be fucking awesome. But the decision to put the two together, I'm not really clear on why that happened. Yeah. And I don't think that it worked. If it was like an Obi-Wan movie and Reva had a show, that'd be cool too. But uh, yeah, again, some of the creative decisions that are being made I are baffling. 
to be quite honest. I just, the expertise involved in these projects and this being the end result, totally confusing. I don't understand. I know what you mean. But, But yeah, I mean, like there are some super cool things, but there are also some super super stupid things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Disney, good luck next time. Yeah, get good. I know that I will end up watching it again because I'm a glutton for punishment. (laughs) 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 We'll end up watching it again. Um, It actually made me want to see New Hope again. So maybe I'll do that before I go back and watch this uh, up and down roller coaster. Yeah, that seems smart. Roller coaster of (laughs) please don't let Liam Neeson show up right at the end. Oh, (laughs) yeah, there he is. (laughs) I'm here to test your blood sugar for (laughs) mitochlorians. Oh, what a guy. Worst Jedi ever. Never apologizes for kidnapping that child. Then we're all (sighs) good. We're all even. Nothing bad happened to anybody. And it's fine. They're calling Natalie Portman right now. They're like, okay, here's the deal. Here's, here's a show. Here's a show. That's a show. She's like, uh, yeah. yeah, I had a great experience the first time. Yeah. I would like to see her in some new outfits. Some new 60 pound outfits would be That's right. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy makeup. She can do it. She's bizarro fun. hair. Oh, oh yeah. Now that would hide age. Yeah. No kidding. That could be Unless all makeup. that makeup just sinks right into the wrinkles. <laughs> she looks like a monster. <laughs> Well, it has been such a pleasure doing a podcast with you once again. Yeah, this is so much fun. Fun. So I hope we can revisit maybe for another Star Wars series happening (laughs) sometime in the future. No, in Disney, it'll be like, it'll be next week. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe something else. But for now, we will be taking a summer hiatus. Woo! Hope that you also have an excellent summer and may the force be with you always. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us once again on the Popular Parallax. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and even ye old Facebook at the Popular Parallax. This episode was produced by Anne Meehan, theme song by Ken Chamberlain.